You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Celebrity Apprentice After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV Celebrity Apprentice After Show. Welcome, welcome. Oh, and the song. Money, money, money. That is what we all want, baby. Celebrity Apprentice, AfterBuzzTV.com. We are recapping that TV show on NBC. It's called Celebrity Apprentice. My name is Ronnie Jr. We are rocking it out AfterBuzz style, as I said. Joined by a panel that could only be described as fun and intelligent. And we will start with Kim Lai Ying Ling. Hi. <laughs> there she goes. Across the table, we have Kristen, the comedian, Carney. And our fourth uh, panelist today, somebody who I say her name wrong every single time. I'm going to hope that I do it right. Elena. By the end of our uh, season, hopefully I get that correct. Alina, 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 Alina. If you're not fired beforehand. And if I'm not <laughs> fired. Fire and you. there were some uh, people in the boardroom that definitely needed to get fired. You, of course, only get one every season. I'm sorry, every episode. This is episode number two, season number 12 of Celebrity Apprentice. Crazy. Uh, I think the fourth season of the celebrity version, though, correct? Uh, fourth or fifth of, of that. And this one is called Getting Medieval which there are two ways to spell medieval, so we found out. Um, this episode opens up with um, probably the nice human interest uh, portion of the show, which every time that the celebrities get to do their um, their tasks, if they're a project manager, they get to raise money for their charity. And Kim Lai, you definitely had the aww moment when you saw Paul from American Choppers. He got to go do his thing with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I did, but I have to say that at first, I thought it was his family, <laughs> and I thought that they were letting you know their families come on set this time because they spend so much time away from them but then it wasn't um but it was still gabriel menendez uh, the, um, the, the little he's kid. the little boy that received the check um, for how much it half was, a million. Well, it was half a million dollars mm-hmm. but now did he get the check for half a million or did make a no, wish no no it was for it was he was like representing the make a wish foundation yeah. is what it was what oh. it came down to so but, i wish for that <laughs> no no but you you <laughs> like that and that's one thing i'm glad that we get to see each and every episode we get mm-hmm. to see who wins and then the next yes. episode we get to see uh kind of the payoff it's really a two-hour, hour and 50 minutes of drama, and then it's like the the one little... Two minutes. Two minutes It's of- like the scene from Ghost where Whoopi Goldberg like tries to hand over the check to the nun, and she just doesn't want to let it go. Like I would not be able to hand that over. You wouldn't be able to... Really? No, I mean, of course not. You, you wouldn't be able to hand over what? Money. Why? To people. <laughs> I want money. You have no hearts? <laughs> okay, I'm- I have a heart. listening to me agrees with me right now. We've learned a couple things about Kristen. She's not exactly your typical female, first of all, and then secondly, she has no heart. Um, 
I don't. <laughs> she says it. Um, so, anyways, I well then I got a heart, and I like that part of the show, uh, of course, because it's mm-hmm. always good to see. And then we'll, of course, when we see uh, tell you who won this uh, episode as project mm-hmm. manager, we'll let you know what they the charity they'll be giving back to next week. So, what I'm do you glad guys you said th- that? I was just getting ready to say it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you could glad. always. Oops. You could okay, always talk about it. Um, so, project manager, um, always tough to pick. You've got the males and the females, mm-hmm. and as it's been in almost every Celebrity Apprentice season, the males are always so easy and diplomatic. The females a little more interesting, but it started off smooth and simple, and they elected Lisa Lampanelli, the comedian. And it seemed mm-hmm. okay at first. <laughs> that didn't last forever. Um, yes. Well, since they were doing a show, I, I, it made sense because she's the performer. And yes. They, I feel like Arsenio chose Penn for the guys, and he completely jumped on the bandwagon, too, and agreed because he does shows as well. So mm-hmm. I think both teams chose the right person, chose the right person, and they didn't give him very much time, right? No, it went by, it was quick this time. As far as uh, to, choosing to, a manager. Yeah, there was no lollygagging around. It was like, well, you, some, you. You're right. Sometimes they go back to the to the suite, and then other times you, you pick it right there when you're, um, quick. When you're being approached uh, to see what the task is. And it mm-hmm. is the medieval episode, Getting Medieval, was, was what it was called. Mm-hmm. So James Limpton from the uh, Inside the Actors studio, he made an appearance <laughs> as, as a guest uh, judge, right, is, is what it was. And he was saying, "Oh, okay. Well, the reason I'm here is I actually was a knight. Is that did I get that he correct? Is in my a knight. He is a knight. Like, like he's Sir James Lipton. Yes, for what the does Republic that of France. Mean? So we should address it as such. I mean, well, you know, like Paul McCartney's Sir Paul McCartney. So they somehow get Sir from yeah. Yeah. knighted Our from voiceover England. Guy, Sir Richard Wentworth. So there right, you go. Right, right. <laughs> the real deal. <laughs> like a real knight. How do you earn the Sir? So yeah, this was kind of an odd thing. You wouldn't expect to see James Lipton there, but he was there, and he was going to be the judge for this particular episode um you're right it was uh all about getting medieval and their task i guess kim la you're really good at breaking these down uh their task was about having just a great performance right yes they had to create a 15 minute show um based on medieval times and the audience picks the winner so whoever uh, they had little uh, cards that they at the end where they voted oh as the People watching, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they had to have elements of, they had to entertain people from like 12 years old. Was it 12? I believe so. To what, 75. Well, yeah, anyone so who shows up, they had to encompass yeah. a huge range. So there had to be comedy and there had to be funny. There had to be, that is comedy funny. That was the same. <laughs> Sometimes it's not. What a range, I know. I've utilized all my $10 words this past week. Um, and then they had to... The fighting, I think the fighting was like a huge right. element because that's what they're there for. You want to see yes. people on horses and swords and I wonder if anyone like ever really gets hurt. Like, do you think anyone ever I think they really real, gets stabbed? Swords, so. Right? Well, perform, I mean, I'm the sure. only people who get hurt are the people in the audience because sometimes that stuff can be so cheesy and it's just like, oh God, my heart <laughs> is aching right now. I'm a very fan. Oh. I'm a big fan of the cheesy thing, so it didn't, didn't bother me. But I mean, I think that was my big question on the. <laughs> I spent my 21st birthday at a medieval. Don't tell anybody How except people it? who are listening right now. Okay, wait. Does the one in Vegas, is that that medieval where you eat everything with your hands? Is that considered? I've been to both, yeah. There, that, that one I like better because you eat with your 
your hands and you eat with and then you um bang on your table with yes. a, like a banger and you call your waitress a wench. Yeah. So like finally mm-hmm. like you know men actually calling their waitresses wenches is yeah. like acceptable. So So I mean you could definitely you being there you should capitalize on explaining to people that have not been to this type of a place. What is it like? It's it's just like what we it's, saw on the show. I it's, mean It's fun. Super cheesy. I get, I can get into it. I can loosen up, but it's really like kids from high school that were just like drama nerds that like didn't really get any bigger jobs so in some way it's like dinner theater it's really like dinner theater so it can be a little bit like oh I feel bad for these people but also if you loosen up and have a couple drinks and you're not a kid you you can have fun Mm -hmm. you know and that's on like a good day when you're not feeling too judgmental yeah I've never went to one of those have you you've never I've never been I've been to one the one in Vegas I don't remember where Treasure Island. No, it wasn't Treasure Island. I don't even know where it was at. Well, I was in like, Niagara Falls for one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the other one, I can't remember. I was so young. Um, it's, it's probably it's to, like, Excalibur. Take you. Yes! Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. it! Yeah. And it's supposed to like take you back to those times where we they, were used all there. To, they used to do those kind of things, you know? And But I think like back in the day, I they actually we were around, killed people. They actually, yeah. yes, it was yeah. a real sport, right? Yeah, yeah jousting. <sighs> Yikes. Yikes. You said we're, we're, we wow. are all wimps compared uh, to the people back then. Oh, <laughs> I know. Man. So it's, yes, it's I can't a play. Do it. it's I can't a, enjoy dinner while I watch someone get stabbed no, I, to death. Well, with football, oh, you no, know, someone not gets not hurt corny. in football, everyone gets really quiet and we're like, oh my God, I feel so bad. Yes. Back then, they're like, kill him, kill right? him. I think it's, it's a like fun badass. Thing to do. I would do it. I mean, I never did it before, but I would definitely go. I think it's a good little. Uh, well, now, what you'd go, like pretend like you were doing the jousting? No, to go watch the performance. I think it's a fun activity. You could either go with. Cheesy but fun. Yeah, yeah, if you go with an environment of people who are willing to be cheesy and corny, it's it's fine. Um, what is interesting about this is you had the men's choice and the females' choice of what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the the male's choice was was Penn really just being a boss. I mean, he really impressed every one of us on this table, uh, uh, you know, on this panel here. Uh, Phil as well. I mean, we all liked Penn because he was just very assertive. His team very diplomatic. They respected him so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. He's so smart. I mean, I feel like he was a really smart one last episode and this episode. Yeah. Phil, get ready to chime in on your in, on your sound effects. But are men the better sex? <laughs> you gotta finish uh, your joke, though. No, you're playing at Victoria right now. You're not being a good stage manager. It's like ooh, because ooh, I that Mr. that Sandler, idea. Thanks for coming to your performance review. No problem. <laughs> so you're in charge around here. Is that fair to say? <laughs> Absolutely. You're fired. I'm the boss. Okay, so take us through a day in the life of the boss. Well, the first thing I do is talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, oh, yeah. remember birthdays. That's not really where I was going with that comment, but well, you know, I wasn't going to the ghetto. But men are bosses. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because rap the music men solves all. The men just every time to me always do a better job. Their, well, I feel like that, their yeah, execution. Right I feel like their execution was just straight to the point. People want to be entertained. No BS. Get down to business mm-hmm. and make people laugh and yeah. do what you need to do. Women are like, you know, we'll do this. And even though I did like Lisa Lampanelli's idea, and I think she's the best woman on the team um, in terms of her ideas and her views and stuff, I just like, come on, ladies. But I, but I did like the, the angle. The yeah, well, but men t- just do it better. To answer your question, yes, we are the bad, superior. If that's <laughs> what you're saying. Um, but secondly, no, this is the way this show is set up. It is definitely set up for the men. Usually, they don't have any. I mean, obviously, there's some arguments. We talked about, you know, Meatloaf would get into, you know, Gary Busey 
you see space or whatever. Like, there is going to be issues because you're working in a tight space. But mm-hmm. the men in these shows, pretty smooth for the first couple episodes. But the women, they put every type A female personality together. And they just, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just like one cl- cliche idea after another with the ladies. And just, well, here's the thing. They're very, very catty. Here's the that? thing. This is why oh. I, we, we need to get AJ <laughs> back on is because he's amazing at coming up with, like, strategy and things like that. And he sees it from such a different perspective. But it's like, you know what? If you kind of know you have a weaker team, which I think the women do have a weaker team, mm-hmm. eliminate the useless players. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, you know what I mean? Lose now yeah. if you're going to lose. Yeah, definitely. So. And that's what they're, they're getting rid of. The, they're definitely the weaker. weeding out. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I know we're only on the second episode, but. I, I just didn't even like the females concept at all. But but a lot of people did. And I was, uh, wasn't the strong opinion, but because it seemed like Don Jr. liked uh, what they did. Yeah, he seemed to be fighting for but it. You guys, I, I think. Think if the cues would have come back, if they all would have come together better, I think their concept would have so followed you, through. I thought the concept was funny. I mean, mm-hmm. Lisa Lampanelli was Donald Trump. No, I liked that part. Yeah, I, I just maybe because I never the characters. And you have to capitalize on the fact that the Real Housewives. It's a really, really popular franchise, right? I now. definitely think it was but a good was idea a, in terms of of relevancy. It's very relevant right we're gonna now. We're going to change your mind, Ronnie. But the. <laughs> But I mean, I definitely, again, I did like the men's better, but it's then it goes down to the women, like they have their, you know, their boobs out and like this is flashing. And then it's just like, it kind of gets like, and they weren't doing it on purpose, but it just kind of lost its charm. Exactly. Um, It lost its charm. I feel like the men are just so much more endearing and the women, it's just like, ugh. Well, well, you know what? I th- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're you're, showing you who's the more stronger no, you're, tonight. You're perfect. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, no, I, at first I thought the men, their concept, I didn't see the ending to it. Where the women's concept, it's like it was, there was the beginning, there was the middle, there was an end. And so I thought, wow, that's really going to work. The men's, I wasn't sure, but I think Penn wrapping it up was fantastic. Because yeah. they mentioned that, too, that he was yes. able to acknowledge everybody. And he did. He even acknowledged Michael Andretti, who you didn't even see during the show, you right. know, except at the very beginning when he opened the curtain. They have a big likability factor for the men. Definitely. The men are so likable. women, in general, they're, they're catty. Yeah. Women are catty. And it's just harder to like them at first. You know, as a comedian, and I know yeah. Lisa Lampanelli would be able to, you know... She agree was with this crazy tonight. Her personality was insane. Yeah, when good, you, but I mean, yeah, she was. Man. We can totally get into her. But when you're a woman and you're a performer and mm-hmm. you're trying to get laughs, you have to work three times as hard as a man. Because if you're a dude and you have a big belly, you're instantly going to be considered funny, even though you've never maybe written a joke in your life. As a woman, you have to walk out and maybe also Lisa has a belly, but not a, that's yeah. not as considered as funny. And an Adam's apple, yeah. And an Adam's exactly. You know, you have to work you have oh. to work five times as hard <laughs> for the likability factor. So I think the women in the small amount of time that they had to perform didn't have but I don't the like amount the, of time but to I really, get that I really, likability. I really don't like she used that in the boardroom and we'll get to the boardroom later, but I really don't like that comparison thing all the time. Like, oh I have to work so much harder because you're a woman. Women and men have different lives. I'm sorry. Like, that's just the way it yeah, is. Yeah, no, People but that's what I'm saying. Is, also have different that's situations. Wh- that's People why I get so that's why I get so blown away or just annoyed with the women because it's just that cliche. They they go they fulfill all the stereotypes that I'm expecting. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I'm not saying I'm not complaining about being a female comic because I don't even think about it most of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, except when I have to go to the ladies' room. But you know, 
I don't know. It's just they don't come across the way. And so, I'm not defending. Yeah. I'm not saying all oh, poor women. I'm just saying that's just the fact. Women aren't as likable. Well, and that's why they didn't win because they're not as likable. Bottom line. Going into what she was talking about in the when she was pretty much crying in the boardroom, you know, Lisa mm-hmm. talking about I'm a female comic. It's harder for me, you know, <laughs> which was very uh, shocking. Again, I don't want to yeah. go too much in the yeah, boardroom was, just I yet. It was but going way off. But my point, my point, point. On, on this whole thing is I just didn't like. I mean, I don't know. I just thought the medieval demographic or the audience, being that there was kids, I didn't think throwing a Snooki, even though she is so Jersey, she's not from Jersey, but like she plays the Jersey Shore for the show and mm-hmm. Jersey Teresa, and it, but it was all in. I don't want to use the word lower class, but it was all in the trashiest side of, of representing that city. Like if we're gonna, oh. I, to, to I don't me, know if they could find a classy no, side. And, 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 not with the casting. And had. again, I'm like chilling in a hoodie. Like who? How classy am I really? My point. I just thought I, I get why it would it's work. Like, it was like pandering to the lowest denominator. Is basically yeah, what it was. I guess so. And then, but you guys, I mean, I just didn't think it. it would work, but it did but work. It worked, it you know? did but it's work. Jersey. They were it's trying Jersey. to play to, Jer- yeah, the, the there audience. There are cliches in Jersey and for a reason. It's medieval times, and people who go to medieval it's times not that watch serious. Real Housewives of New Jersey. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. You know, yeah. and so exactly. they are catering to that demographic. I mean, I thought they did a good the concept work job, but. All I'm yeah, all no, no, no. I'm saying is the likability factor wasn't there for him, even though the concept I thought was strong. Mm-hmm. The just, concept mm-hmm. was strong. I didn't like how there was all that flashing because it was a <gasps> oh kids' show. Oh my gosh, show. the boobies, the butt, what? Bo- boobies ha- and what? butt. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Which I'm surprised. Yeah, a naked, a naked girl walk like come well, through. Well, that was the that was the Donald's idea though. I didn't Donald's get that. Idea. I didn't. I didn't understand I that either. Didn't understand what the point of that was, and she didn't even look no, naked. Donald's. And it wasn't like very wow. That's really going to turn me on. Yeah. It didn't do anything. It was like an old lady kind of granny bodysuit. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah. I'm just glad the women's team didn't... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just glad the the women's team didn't win because my initial thing was I I just expected a higher quality of work from them, you know, just to go off the jersey thing. I guess it is a genius idea. So, again, I was wrong because everyone seemed to like it. Uh, But when they lost, I was a little happy about it because I was like, no, the men, they stepped up and they utilized their performers and they introduced their performers as such. This is who we have as a team, not, oh, let's just give you, like, like, we're going to, like, play off the Snooki thing. And that was Aubrey's idea, who I like, Aubrey. But let me tell you, she does make it challenging for me to represent for her (laughs) because she does some really Mm. wild, goofy things. And from one, you didn't even like her outfit, so there was that. Initial. No, and I wish she would get rid of that blue eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, and the fake blue contacts. Are those oh, fake? I, I, Does she have uh, contacts? I think it's the blue eyeliner. It makes her eyes look fake. Yeah. I still think she has a and lot of aggressive she's got something going on. Passion. I mean, I think she must have got... I, I, that she's got a crazy make her eyes bigger. Dude. You know where they cut in the... Ch- Makes yes, bigger. why is she always, she's always like this? She's wide-eyed. <laughs> but I she think, wasn't like that before. No, exactly. Um, Something's <laughs> going on. We can e- just talk about even, her. Even in a good way, in a good way. We love Aubrey. Um, even before... No, we, we do, we do. <laughs> even before we get to you know who wins or who loses, um, you do see the tension being built up with um, Lisa and, and Victoria Gotti as Don Jr. comes and, and looks at them. Mm-hmm. And um, it's always the telltale of how deep it's going to get because Don asks some questions and you really as a contestant don't have to say that much but Lisa was already saying Victoria I don't know so you knew that was going to build up if it was you know edited in the in this in this piece you yeah. knew yeah the tension was there it was just going to going to pop up and- Oh, I, th- I think Victoria could have made herself look a lot better. Yeah, you didn't like the role you got, but if she wouldn't have complained, if she wouldn't have quit, if she wouldn't have asked to be cha- sent to the men's team, she would have looked like the bigger person. I didn't get her tonight. She, it was like self-sabotage. Her mm-hmm. complaining. Definitely. Let's, 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 let me, let me ask you a bro. question. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, go. All right, question from me to you guys. <laughs> is it is it more advantageous, do you think, 
to um, when someone like an Ivanka or Don Jr. comes, and they're like, all right, how's things going? To be rightfully honest right then and there or um, to kind of hold off and say, no, we're doing good, um, and then have it come out in the boardroom. Or is that uh, it's a ri- lying? It's a risk to hold off because then come to the boardroom, it's like, oh, well, we talked to you and you, there, was, there wasn't this issue that you're now defending. So mm-hmm. there's, there's that. But I would say if you at all possibly could, stay as light as you can. You know, don't don't throw something out there that doesn't necessarily – you may win the challenge. So be as mm-hmm. – that's just mm-hmm. my, my – Right. You do want to be careful. You have to be strategic this entire show, including in what you're saying, especially in the boardroom. Right, right. But – I mean, uh, in this case, though, it was an advantage. It was an advantage to them because he was able to back them up. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, Victoria, I don't know. Her brain, but that quote was amazing. Enjoy the delusion of your life. (laughs) That's what Lisa Lisa told to Victoria. Yes. Because, Victoria, the things that were coming out of her mouth, I mean, she clearly. She was acting like Her a child. Her reality yeah. was not everyone else's reality. Yeah. She like, was living in a different place. Yeah. And I can understand. Up here. As a kid, if everyone else gets to play dress up, it's like you do feel left out. Oh my God, like I want to wear the dress. But you're do 50, you 40 something. That Lisa Campanelli overcompensated by continuously telling her. Well, there's no one named Lisa Campanelli on the show. <laughs> or wait, yeah. what sounds like a soup. <laughs> wait, what is it? Lampanelli. Lampanelli. Whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, she kept overcompensating, saying, this yeah, is the important. most important. It's like, You're, in a way, it was she was degrading. I don't like that either. It yes. was condescending because she was trying to be yes, like, hey, stupid little squirrel, like, this is really good food, but it's just yeah, poison, it you know, and you're trying to like lure them in. And yeah. she did it so much, I so much, I, so much that it's like, mm. she was trying to cover her ass. That's what she was trying to do. It's trying to say, oh, I was giving her a role, you know, and. Right. You know, she was. She knew she she was strategizing at that point. I felt like Lisa did get overwhelmed, and she started to crack. The thing about it is, and, <laughs> and, 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 and no, and she and she didn't necessarily, you know, delegate things the way that she should have towards the end. And once she got unraveled, it was a, it was a bad thing. But here's my thing with teamwork and working on you know productions together. It's like. She really had some bad apples in the sense that they could not just go do what they needed to do. Like Small the bit, team. huh? Yeah, Di- yes. Diana. She, you know, you know, it's so easy for you, Diana. It's so, you're not even the pro- like. I really did take a dislike to Diana today. Yeah. It's so mm-hmm. easy for you to be in that boardroom and be with your hand up, nice and loud, and say, "Well, I tried to help. I tried to." Help. But what you didn't do is you didn't just do what you were told, and you are not the project she manager. She was just to lay on the horse naked. <laughs> Granted, she was a she was beautiful. Like she was. They, they, she didn't have any nipples. Oh, on the, on the <laughs> costume? In that bodysuit. Yeah. Um, just, well, I, I didn't... Go I'm going to break it down oh, for right. you, Ronnie. The, the, the real nipple comment. Go ahead. Uh, no, well, you know, <laughs> unfortunately I didn't get to see this episode, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there for mm-hmm. you. Uh, in a place of management, you know, having managed uh, many films, reality shows, and now After Buzz TV, mm-hmm. there's people who are part of the solution, part of the landscape, and then part of the problem. Do you guys kind of understand that type of analogy? Phil is about to fire one of us. <laughs> no, <laughs> what ain't gonna yeah, be me? Setting it up. No, no, no. I'm not yeah. coming back to the boardroom. Yeah, no. Phil is absolutely right. There's the people like Kevin has actually talked about here is always just marrying up, always just associating with things that are moving you up in the world. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like they do probably have a couple ball and chains that are dragging him down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, going, mm-hmm. going sort of off what he said. Yeah, I mean, you just you don't. 
you have I mean it's so easy to say but you do have to look at it as what is the big picture for this whole team to move up and if this whole team is moving up and I'm part of this team mm-hmm. it's going to be good we're not going to get we're not going to be sent to the boardroom and it's going to be all good unfortunately this is a reality show and each person is very individual and has an agenda so that's what makes um, and even somebody said this uh, today to me oh I kind of miss the regular apprentice versus the celebrity apprentice if you had the regular apprentice you could kind of go that route but celebrity apprentice they have an agenda and mm-hmm. they need to yeah. sell what they're trying to sell mm-hmm. so so you get that you know that's just my thought. I'm yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's <laughs> what are you la- What are you giggling at? Diana, I, I was a little annoyed with her tonight. Yeah, yeah. I and also uh-huh. Patricia, I felt from last week being the project manager, she mm-hmm. could not stand not being in charge. Mm-hmm. I felt like she, everything that Lisa said, even if it absolutely made sense, she was shaking her head like, no, 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 yeah. no. Ooh, for an accent, no. Mm-hmm. And it I, was just kind of sickening after a while. I agree. She yeah. was totally trying to throw Lisa under the bus. Yes, she was. And, and then at the I end, why. she threw Victoria under the bus. Yeah, the She did a total Patricia 180 did. or 360. Right? Patricia? Yes. Mm-hmm. She probably realized that Lisa wouldn't get fired, yeah. so she's like, forget it. Yeah, team, team Lisa now. Well, sometimes <laughs> they try to jump on you know, the, you know know somebody who's already <laughs> sinking. Let's just jump right. on that and I'm, wash my hands of it kind of a thing. Right. Um, some funny interactions even before we get to the boardroom. Um, George Takai wanted to absolutely wear his uh, his <laughs> costume. He's just like a funny guy. Like His job was to be yes, an announcer. he is. His job is to be an announcer and he announces his entire <laughs> life. Right? Did that just come out of you? Yeah. <laughs> She, she doubles as George. <laughs> that was weird. He cracked me up. I mean, he took that so seriously. Mm-hmm. It's like we are in dress rehearsal. We should all be in costume. You can see where these guys are tr- are truly performers because they do light up. Mm-hmm. Lou Ferrigno lit up when he got wow. to come out with the sword. Oh, George Takei lit up the minute he got to put on his costume. You can tell they are you know They're performers. At, yes. This is what they Even do. Toe to toe. Let's say the women chose to go with the male's idea. What were you gonna? And, and I love Aubrey, but. <laughs> Where you gonna have Clay is going to kill it as a music as a vocalist. Mm-hmm. Aubrey and Debbie Gibson. I mean, there's, there's no competition there. Yeah. You know. Well, Debbie Gibson did sing. Yeah, she did it's sing. Just she did. good though. And she's the one who showed her booty. Yes, on accident. Her booty on accident. Hers. Was- <laughs> her, her what? Her booty or her singing? <laughs> they just went for the reveal Ronnie, the outfits, and it was bad. You're right though. The talent that have the women have. I'm out. I'm out. Ronnie's right. <laughs> <laughs> Game's over. Um, the women don't have as many tangible talents as the men did. Mm-hmm. You know, with Penn being able to eat fire. You know, I mean, the, the women can spit fire. <laughs> but- did someone do a flip? Um, uh, Patricia yes. or Patricia? Oh, no, she did cartwheels that looked like my mom would do. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I thought that and was my funny mom when has a bad back. That. Someone did. You know, <laughs> yeah, she, she did cartwheels. Yeah. Like she didn't learn her, to do the cartwheels for like this. She's like a frog. It's just something. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Like, so where I think, are your standards? So I think the women, if they even had that um, yeah. strategy or that um, concept, wouldn't have been able to pull it off. So then they go with what they had, which right. were the cheaper it's, laughs. Um, the Jersey Teresa thing. Cool. I'm still on that. I know the Jersey Teresa thing. Now I do get it again. But then adding the Snooky part was just a little much but then Aubrey fell again I try to defend Aubrey but she but does play herself a little bit did she fall on purpose? I, I think she, she, I think she oh. did that on purpose because she's isn't Snooky a little cluster oh she, yeah she's supposed to be Snooky okay yeah. yes. got it got it and Snooky probably does fall on purpose right I think so yeah I think she's that's very planned character mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but uh, how many people are surprised about with Teresa I'm so glad you just brought her up because I was holding I, my tongue I'm like I'll wait till someone else brings up Teresa surprised about what I Okay, well, if you were a New Jersey housewife, I've seen it a couple times. As she says sure. tonight, you know, she is not an actress and she never has to do any lines because she just oh, plays herself she did say that. <laughs> on the hit reality show. But she is normally very 
are very vocal on that show and very opinionated and she can't speak right or pronounce things correctly and I haven't really heard a peep from her. Here is why. Here is why this was going to my head as we the show. Being from being from somewhat of an Italian family. Okay. I know how these people function. She is not speaking (laughs) and she's because she is in a room where someone Donald Trump owns her like Donald Trump is way above Teresa but when Teresa's in a room of women that she thinks she can dominate she's gonna like talk shit and mm-hmm. you know say this and say that but she wants Donald to like her and in Italian women especially are very like they're very behind the curtains like mean caddy but when they're around someone like the priest from the Catholic church uh-huh, down the street uh-huh. they're like oh father I you know mm. so do you think she do you she's I'll do, doing I'll do this you on one purpose uh-huh. I'll do you one better it's the fact that she's in a room full of actual you know, people with yeah. actual talent versus she's the reality star. Yeah. So she's the trash of the place. Right. So she's mm-hmm. been put down, I think, you know, just mentally. She knows that she's below these people mm-hmm. and that she can't mess with these people the way she can mess with someone who used to be a hooker. You know, right. so it's a power right. trip thing. She doesn't have a power. She doesn't have power over these people We're talking right about now. The other Teresa, but it's so working in her advantage. It is because she comes Damn across right. like. But that did annoy me because when Donald said to her, "You know, Teresa, I didn't know you were like this." I imagine every single woman that has ever come across her in the wrong way is uh-huh. like rolling their right, eyes, right, like, right. "No, she is the way she is." But in front of you, she's like Little Miss Perfect. Or does she put on I more of an act right. on The Housewives show and this is a little... No, no, no. That's no. Kind of but our... I think it's a different scenario, too. It's like... Which one? The Yeah, tr- exactly. Tr- that's the why show. she's uncomfortable. I'm real, exactly. I'm real weird. I think that she's just trying to fly under the radar and keep herself on this bigger NBC show for as long as she can so she continue, could continue to sell books and gotta get out of her debt. Like, I'm very weird when if I think those... she were to win... Yeah, I agree I, with I you. Think, well, well, I think those things are an element. I think <laughs> you've, you've, your lane has become the the flipper over on the uh, the Bravo show, so that she's going to... Well, the mm-hmm. next season, whenever that airs, she's going to keep doing that. But for this, mm-hmm. she's going to be nice and quiet and she's going to go as long as she can because if she fights, she's going to be off the show. She wants to be on that... NBC show it could launch so much more for her own brand enterprise whatever oh, that's I mean. a great opportunity I think my theory combined with your theory is the theory oh we're right all the time <laughs> uh, wait, teamwork wait, wait, real quick we'll get to the boardroom in one second but I want to say uh, D, D uh, Snyder as the uh, Lady DD or whatever so <laughs> did you funny. see all the lipstick on his little veil um, George oh Takai I hate to say it but he like looks like my dad Oh, okay. <laughs> if my if he had dark well, hair, we'll have to do a side by side photo next week. <laughs> I, I, I want to see that. that yeah. but what a team player that he fell and his and his finger broke or what the heck? That is painful. It, I've jammed almost every stuck. single one of my fingers and I've wept and fallen to my knees. He was a man. He has to get a pin for that mm-hmm. hand because it broke at the base and he still performed. Oh. Yikes! Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for remember Clay, Clay was like making fun of it. Oh, he broke his finger. Yeah, no, he's like, oh, he broke a nail. nail. Oh, he broke a nail, and then he finds out. <laughs> which, he, like, which at first I was like, Clay. How dare you? But then I was like, maybe, maybe you just don't know. Maybe you think he it's a did, little yeah, thing. Yeah. He didn't know. It didn't just, look good. It didn't look good. I'm for glad it. that they didn't like really highlight that yeah. Yeah. later. He was definitely, he had no idea was that he right. Um, let's hop, hop into the boardroom. We have okay. uh, instantly, the, the women is the Victoria drama. That is just, everyone's kind of attacking her. Um, the males, they all love Penn, so it was all smooth. Uh, the males, though. Except Lufert. Uh, yeah, and then, then it comes the, the easiest question that has to be asked, you, you know, and you kind of think they're going to win, so why even make a big deal? But Lou made a huge deal. Over right. But wait, what easiest question? What do you mean? The easiest question that has to be asked? What? Well, no, what? it's a question that has, has to be asked. Be it's, asked. Not right. like, you, it's not like Penn decided to oh, say, oh, oh, always oh, asks who are the two you're yes. going to pick. And okay. it wasn't yeah. even at the point where they were voted out. It was like the most... No, the, but he really got his butt hurt. I think he's just... Yeah. Re, he's extremely sensitive, and I think he took that very personally. Yeah, very insecure. 
Yes. You know, and he's probably, like, like we actually mentioned, um, you know, he's probably had to fight his whole life to be taken seriously with his hearing and speech mm-hmm. and everything. Well, and he so was saying he's that. probably very defensive. So, you know, he was ready to kind of go on the attack because mm-hmm. he probably truly feel like felt like he didn't do anything wrong, which he didn't. And you know, Penn, he just felt like he's so that. He was so diplomatic. Right. He was totally yes. diplomatic. Penn Great. even went to the point where he said, I was oh, wrong. I was wrong. I mean, because Penn was like, I don't want but to. But then he took it back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he did take it back. No, I was, he's he, like, well, I'm not going to fire myself. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, if it, it all boils down, I mean, it is a competition. And, and he does have to, gosh, you know, he's just, he was decision. being a bigger, he was being a bigger man. And Lou was taking a little bit far. It's like, you're on a show, dude, that you know, mm-hmm. this is going to happen. If you're that defensive about being put down, then mm-hmm. you shouldn't put yourself out there like this. But mm-hmm. how funny is it that it happened right after Donald Trump? They were just saying how I wouldn't get rid of anybody. We all get along so well. And Donald Trump said, well, wait, now. Yeah, Donald wait. had just yeah. Yeah. a and second then, ago. Boom. He's asked to pick two people. Yep, and then wow, fortune teller. I want to channel AJ here, and that's what the Donald does. No, (laughs) and that's why he's actually a very successful (laughs) businessman. He's not going to let you, you know what I mean? He's going to zone in on those questions because he wants you to answer in the most honest, under pressure way. And if you can, then okay, hats off to you. But if you can't, then you're you're fired. That's why I never put it past (laughs) Donald. That's what makes the show good. I never put it past Donald to like when you have it was Victoria Lisa and you're thinking oh it's for sure Victoria Lisa and then I when I'm watching this show and this is what I love about it is kind of like what he's saying it's I never put it past Donald to throw Diana off because she has like the easy under the you can't like Teresa ain't going to be around doing the under the radar thing for a long time because he won't let you yeah Donald will that's why I love it out of her that's why I love watching Aubrey because Aubrey keeps it she does what she does and she doesn't care. You really. I like what Clay said about just, Aubrey. Five minutes. Oh, that was terrible. I know. Oh, oh, I liked it too. Clay lost many points <laughs> with me on Clay. that one. Ow. He that said was good. that she's the ugly and secure girl. <laughs> and then he said, Victoria. "I'm saying Victoria is prettier than Aubrey." I would say on that <laughs> TV Diana. show, uh, on that TV that show, good. Aubrey has shown her em- her true emotions more than almost every single cast member there because she's been on reality TV for she's five years. She's kept it real. Except I will say, I will with say Lisa Lampanelli crying today, that's well, something. Because you're not going to see a woman like that cry. Victoria cried, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. These are, I mean, these are really strong she women being look, brought to their knees. But I feel yeah. like I guess that's I'm ca- a bit much. I, don't, I didn't get Lisa crying. Yeah, I, I think she was, was overwhelmed. Well, I, even thought Lisa, yes. I even thought Victoria was crying just for the sake of, like, to get oh. everyone to feel for her. Because I was like, send her home, send her home. And then I was like, oh, I, like, she sold it so well. Right. I don't even know if that was a real yeah. cry. I don't know if Victoria is real. I expected Victoria's character. Lisa's? No, no, go ahead. I expected Victoria's character to be much more strong. I just, you know, I watch a lot of like mob wives and crap like that, and I really mm-hmm. you don't watch that, that show. You watch would... the other wa- uh, mob show. Oh, what? we 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 figured that. I out. I married a mobster. Yes, I watched that one. She keeps thinking she watches mob wives. She doesn't. Yeah, I watched. I married a mobster. Yes, and those women are strong mob women. Here's the deal. <laughs> the difference, though, they married a mobster. She was born oh. from a mobster. So yeah. mobsters treat oh. their daughters like angels and babies, and you know yeah. the world. Okay. So it's a but, little bit different. But she is in that world. She's tough. Look at are like whoa you know it is tough to she's look at not her not even a <laughs> she, but she's she doesn't seem tough at all i mean no. you just but think her character well the question yeah. and we can maybe do this after commercial too uh but who's the toughest woman on that team who who is tough as nails okay hold on oh you guys want to think about let's think about that think later about let's that. just go with the actual elimination it gets really heated <laughs> it's um it's I don't remember that karate chop portion. 
It gets heated. And- Out of cuisine. And all what? of a sudden, all of a sudden, <laughs> um, <laughs> Victoria tells Lisa, I don't need a mother. And what does Lisa say? You, you did, did this, this week. week. So Lisa, she was the ma- she manned up on that one. For she sure. did man up. Aubrey's uh, best thing tonight was keep, that keep facial feature. Her <gasps> expression guys. after Lisa said that. Yeah. Yay! Her eyes, her eyes, her her eyes that tonight. are already big went... Like five times as big. <laughs> I don't think you guys know how strong Aubrey so can be on this show. Just it's, that's uh, all. We I, gave I, her a kudo. We're done. Aubrey <laughs> is being strong though. I'm surprised how strong she is being. I'm sorry, ladies. Surprised. She, she had to hustle. At with least is Aubrey it. the Maria Canales of this season? Well, what, what, Where what, Maria Canales, like everyone, kind of deemed her as the person, you know, the, the dumb woman who was, you know, she whatever, she was just a wrestler, and and then yes. eventually she ended up top five. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm going that just because going she has red for, hair. I'm going with that for two reasons. They both, yes, they both have red hair. Maria Canales does some great <laughs> shows here at Afterbus, and yes, that's that kind of thing. She's looked at as uh, Aubrey, not Maria. Why, well, you know, yeah, I guess she was a little bit in that season, but Maria, uh, I'm sorry, Aubrey is looked at as just what are you doing here? What are, your attention seeking? Whatever, which. Aubrey does do that. When Kim Lai said, "Oh, look what she's wearing! Look what she's wearing!" It's and what did, what I did I t- say it like that? <laughs> well, there was an attention being drawn to it. What did I say? I go, I go. Yeah, she doesn't mind. She likes that. She is down with it all. She mm-hmm. gives such an honest emotion. I guarantee you, you're right. She she's gonna go I in there. I think she's strong because she's so honest. Like she goes in the boardroom and she puts it out there. First week, she was the only person to call Victoria out. She, this week, she goes in there and she calls people out like it was. Gotta give her credit. A lot of the people I don't who like her, have, but I'm yeah. giving her credit. A lot of people who are hated are really popular because of those qualities that people hate them for. Mm-hmm. So that's probably right. Yeah, that's right. an obvious. We, we don't. We, yeah, we definitely don't want to go on and on about that. But I just want, would love it if, as we're watching this show together, that you guys start to see that because I think she's really cool and I think we should get her on the show. <laughs> anyway, so it, it, when it's all said and done, Victoria is gone. She is definitely the one that that. I'm hits. surprised mm-hmm. by that. Yeah. Did you like think it was Diana? Did you think it would be? No, I I don't know who, but I'm just surprised by the second show Victoria is. You gone. wanted to be. Uh, I wanted Lou. to see her. I wanted to see her on the show longer. I thought she could have brought good personality to it, but she didn't she really show I, much personality. Yeah, exactly. I can't even. I honestly, I can't even imagine her running a project. She kind of just sat there nodding her head like this the whole time. Yes, yeah. no, I can't imagine so anyone passive. really. To, yeah, and really respecting what she says and wanting to let her be the one that tells you what to do, and she just doesn't, she doesn't have that. Quality she doesn't have the teamwork vibe, which I totally no, relate no. with. Um, Ronnie, anyway, um, <laughs> I did like what? what you said. I said I don't have a teamwork vibe, and we're doing like a team thing right now. Um, Ronnie, oh, got I it. <laughs> I do like what you said about Diana because I I definitely thought because she was sitting there like. You know, I'm just pretty and sweet, and I did nothing wrong. I definitely thought Donald could have jabbed into her a lot, but he didn't. He left her alone. But I thought all of a sudden he was just, you know, talking to Victoria, talking to Lisa, talking to Victoria. Diana, you're fired. You know, because she did play that kind of like, I didn't do anything wrong. She really didn't have... She was not a reason. No, but, no, but, yeah. but, but at all. But when you watch Donald the way he does it, he doesn't even do it in the, in the sense of like. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. It, no, well, not even that it doesn't make sense because it does. I think a little, a lot of the times. But he will say something like this. He'll say, "Wait, so you didn't contribute in this, and you didn't fight for this person, and so you're just wishy washy. You're the one right. to go. Wishy washy is not yeah. what this man likes. He'd, yeah. he'd probably like someone better who's arguing for what they did wrong than someone who's not arguing for what they did at all. Right on mm-hmm. with the right on. I am on. so deep. 
you guys. Well, and you uh, have P A S S I O N. Passion. I swear, I do not want to say this, but I was like passion. I hate that. I was like, wait a second, things out. I'll give you one. Oh my god. You want to go dumb for dumb? Dumb for dumber. I'll go. I'll give you medieval. I'll give you not always. Yeah, but there's been once in my life. Was probably in his head, off his rocker. Like <laughs> that is what so not is his element. Going on with these adult people. He, he sits with actors who are artists, and they yeah. sit in a black room and they just speak pretentiously. Although, and this to him was just like going to like a rave nightclub with everyone just dancing oh, like crazy weirdos. Although, what do we think about his little corny jokes too? He goes, "I don't want to be like you, Donald, at all. Except I want your well, ratings. I'm a Except pilot. I, I have say, your plane. I heard uh-huh. you. I heard you kind of go like, but I like that, that he put effort. He was cute. He was trying to be funny. I'm all yeah, so, he's so bland and blah that's like, mm-hmm. oh, he said something different. Okay. You know, I, so I was, was kind of excited. I'm surprised him and Donald are friends. Where did that Why? come from? Why? What do you mean? Well, yeah, it's, an mean? Well, it's an odd pairing. It's an odd couple. It doesn't yeah. necessarily, just because it's on the show, doesn't necessarily mean they're friends. I mean, it was on medieval times, and, and he's, he's a knight. knight, and he's in with that medieval association. Then, <laughs> well, and plus he's very, very well known for being the, the star, well, the host, he not knows the star. Theater. Yeah, hot, hot. And in the actor studio. So I mean, there's a reason why he picked him. It doesn't necessarily mean they have to be friends with each other. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think they're going out for drinks after. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Let's hop on to uh, a commercial. We'll talk more about the Celebrity Apprentice after Buzz style, and we will do predictions coming up next. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you. A lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Buzz. We are buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. This is AfterBuzzTV.com. You're listening to us on the iTunes uh, store and all that good stuff. And, of course, on YouTube. I got to show love to each and every person. You know, Absolutely. Some people do find us on YouTube. Some people find us on iTunes. Some people are watching us right now on AfterBuzzTV.com. There you go. And legitimately, the heroes, I, legitimately the I'm gonna, we're going to get more into Celebrity Apprentice stuff, but I just wanted to acknowledge when we talk about teamwork and we talk about well, I guess what we were talking about, this show and why the men prevailed because we're better – and the women didn't. Um, it is a teamwork effort, and AfterBuzz um, has just went through a really positive experience with the Oscar uh, gifting suite Yay. this past uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Kim Live was a part of one of the uh, productions. She was actually the host of a panel. Well, mm. I guess I could let you take it away, actually. For Moneyball, and we got to interview Stephen Bishop, who played Dave Justice, and the Potato Chip Popcorn Indiana 
Popcorn Indiana. <laughs> okay. I wish I knew. Right, one of my Popcorn Indiana. One of my really good friends was in the movie. He had a speaking Popcorn role. Popcorn Indiana. I don't know what his, his character check name our was. After best or money a little better. His name's Kate. I didn't get the email. I did <laughs> I, not get I'm the jo- email. I, get I know, but I googled it. Or I just I searched for it. I couldn't find it. You didn't even catch it. Okay. I didn't hear it. Okay. I said Popcorn Indiana. Word up. Get it? The movie. Either way, it was just a, it was definitely a point to be said about how teamwork does make things go really, really well mm-hmm. in the sense that we, uh, Kim Lai, you know, she did her portion, which was to pull research for the film, and she had a cast of uh, other four hosts that were with her, and you know, Phil obviously head up the production. I played my role. Everyone played their role, mm-hmm. and that's why we won. That's why AfterBuzz continues to win. So I'm just saying it's kind of a word to the uh, women on on, on Celebrity Apprentice to you know follow what we do. Speaking Our, of Women sucking. <laughs> Get Three us. women can compile news and gossip for this week. And since it is Celebrity Apprentice, there's you know there, there's so much news. So I figured I'd I'd compile some news and gossip on the fly okay. and let the men win this time. That's, How does that sound, yeah, ladies? Yeah. Did you get the email where I designated you to find the news and gossip? <laughs> Missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, gets a lot we, of emails. We'll talk about that Girls email. Delegate so well. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, you don't give stuff to the boss. How about that? <laughs> Lesson learned. Here we go. News and gossip. After Buzz TV News. All right. So, again, I'm reading this right off the top. Uh, George Takei. Takei. Uh, news about him. While the public sees George Takei being run ragged on The Celebrity Apprentice and hears him trading raunchy chatter with Howard Stern on, on Stern's radio show, The Star Trek, and gay rights icon is uh, quietly moving forward with his labor of love. Takai is attempting to make something good out of his bitter experience as a child interning in a U.S. government camp uh, for Japanese-Americans during World War II. He's getting ready to launch a um, theatrical musical, Allegiance, centered on Japanese-Americans of that time. He says, uh, we're starting it as a regional production this fall at the Old Globe. Okay. I'm into it. Everyone has a story to tell. Might as well tell your story. I'm actually surprised because yeah. I didn't. Cool. Yeah, the way, I didn't the way it was the way it was said in that report was like he was beat up on the show. I mean, maybe we just haven't seen the rest of the episodes, but I, didn't, I don't think he's been beat up yet. Not but, yet. But maybe he's maybe he told Howard Stern that to get that kind of buzz and get everyone to watch this show. I wonder. We got to find out how ratings are doing next week too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it looks like I mean from Twitter. I mean, most of the things people are saying is kind of po- mostly positive. Some mm-hmm. people are like, "Why am I watching Celebrity Apprentice?" But um, a lot of comments to Lisa Lamp and Ellie, and she responded saying, "OMG!" Exclamation park! Exclamation mark! Not park. <laughs> <laughs> you don't walk your dog there. Lisa Kevin. <laughs> yeah, she said, "OMG! You guys are the best. I'm laughing hard at your comments. Love you all, and I'll be here next week for another Post Apprentice chat." XOXO. So maybe we can get in on that with oh, her. Was- was yeah. she the one? Because I think NBC has uh, a different cast member. Last week it was Clay, and I guess this week was her, where they have one of their cast members do live live tweeting. So when Aubrey oh, does nice. it, we should definitely have her yeah. do it from here. Yeah, yeah. Pass that word on, you know, people in L.A. Make that happen. Um, anything else, Phil, over there on the report side? Oh, dude, we got so much. See, this is why I'm so... Sh- this is, women, you should be ashamed. Shame. <laughs> Give us the win. <laughs> All right. Teresa says she has never been on a diet, but the Real Housewives of New Jersey uh, certainly knows how to stay in shape. The busy mom of four shared her life in food while promoting her new book, Fabulous uh, Fab and Fit. Um, 
She says, I had a big day of press for my upcoming book and celebrity apprentice in the city, so breakfast was a quick bowl of berries at home in New Jersey. I love blackberries, blueberries, and strawberries. I like to have a few scoops of peanut butter, too. I love to eat and absolutely cannot be hungry. <laughs> well, okay. Well, Interesting. <sighs> Teresa, I'm just so well spoken. I'm just... Yeah, I'm not going to... Uh, no, no say, say it about Teresa. What no, nothing. I'm saving it for um, a big... I'm saving it for a special day. When you see her and you punch her? <laughs> yes. Okay. I do want to read this last tweet from... Yes. this Another tweet from Lisa Lampanelli. Got she, any over there from Aubrey? Um, not, not right now. Week, Ronnie. <laughs> okay, but, but she does... Lisa Lampanelli did say um, at Aubrey, your, your mind, your spirit, and that mug of yours, all amazing. Love you. Lisa said that she's, to Aubrey. Because she's incredible. She yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Precious. I know she's a little on the moral side, throws it out the window sometimes. I know she's a little attention whore-ish at times, but Aubrey is quality, and I hope she wins the whole show. Yeah. I don't think she will, but I hope she does. Lisa also said, hey all, before I go to go to sleep, what was your favorite moment from tonight's Apprentice? Mine was mouthing to... Um, <laughs> V, as she calls her, yes. to shut the, the f up. And you? So Lisa wanted to know what everyone else was Why thinking. Not? Okay. Um. Oh, you know She's what? She's asleep by now, though. Okay, my favorite moment was when Donald Trump, while they were in the boardroom, instead of calling him the the Hulk, he called him the hunk. Oh, who yes, said I like that. that. Remember? I, I liked that, but I also thought I was like, oh my god, that's kind of awkward because Lou Ferrigno's speech impediment. And I'm like, oh, maybe he actually said uh, the hunk. And, and I just, never mind. I just, from a comedian standpoint, I was like, oh, I would totally, yeah, never mind. I thought that was cute. That was one of my favorite moments. What was your favorite moment? Anything Aubrey O'Day did and, and the fact that she's making you guys become know, fans. I don't know. I don't She looks like, like a tranny. What was your favorite moment? You're just moment? being judgmental of her. Who cares? <laughs> no, I'm not. I just don't think... I'm always curious why guys, guys find certain women pretty. I didn't say she was the greatest okay, like, cast member because she's hot. You I just seen, said I like her. Your eyes light up when you, you talk about her. You're attracted. Um, I liked uh, I, I liked Paul Penn's uh, leadership qualities. I liked the way he handled himself in the boardroom. Um, really, he was the rock star of the yeah, show. Yeah. Made it seem like we didn't even miss Adam Carolla, really. But we I did. Know, I did. We did. I but didn't humble. realize until about 45 minutes in, I'm, where is my Adam? <laughs> I, thought like, you gonna, Adam? I thought you were going to leave the room, too. <laughs> I was in tears. No, but my favorite moment, I think, was um, George Takei no, not uh, wanting to take off his uh, his outfit. <laughs> I just find fun. him to be so hilarious. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and he's not trying to be funny. He's just so endearingly no. funny. Yeah. That's yeah. him. Yeah. I hate to repeat myself, but Clay's... Um, saying Victoria is prettier than yeah that was funny than Aubrey it was just a funny moment oh, okay. yeah. it was mean but it was funny I'll take it mean it's funny well who it is Arsenio funny. Hall and why is he famous well Celebrity Apprentice Arsenio Hall will be playing for the Magic Johnson Foundation supporting urban youth by focusing on HIV and AIDS prevention for the last 20 years when the NBA star celeb was diagnosed uh, back in 1991 um, let's see tr- trying to cut to the chase I'm <laughs> uh, like, what? That's what I've been doing my whole life. Arsenio Hall uh, played the lead role in Hall's memorable film, uh, Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know if this is really news, but it's just kind of more bios. All right, let me... We'll uh, have the women get the um, ooh, news ooh, and ooh, gossip ooh, next ooh. week. <laughs> right. Yeah, it would have been nice if they did it this week, too, huh? We'll even but, have uh, pictures. Hold on one sec. Let me uh, let me find something. Yeah, no, Arsenio, when he was in <laughs> Arsenio... Oh, here we go. D. Snyder. We got some D. Snyder news and gossip. All right. D. Snyder has claimed that he played a nice uh, with his fellow Celebrity Apprentice contestants. The, the Twisted Sister frontman told uh, Prey that he 
tried at all costs to avoid arguing with the likes of Debbie Gibson and Arsenio Hall while trying to be crowned Donald Trump's apprentice. He says, I was uh, I was terrible in Twisted Sister. I was the lead singer, so I was selfish and self-absorbed. I tried to learn from that and to be a team player. I worked hard to play nice since I didn't in the past. There wow. it is. That's some growth. Well, yeah. I'm surprised that he said that he was fighting with Arsenio Hall. Because yeah. Arsenio seems so likable and easy to go, easy easy going. Easy, but we're only two easy, episodes easy. in. Yeah, I know. We don't I know think there's a lot more craziness yeah. to come. It gets crazy, and I have to a say, lot. my guilty. I like it's a guilty pleasure. I like watching them argue in the boardroom. Yeah, well, like, do but, it. I, don't, I do too. Do but it. constructive arguing, and it's yeah. when it gets real catty, like tonight the women. Oh, tonight no, that's was what just I like. A little much. It's not, for me. It's not the same arguing that you see on, like you say, the Real Housewives of, of Teresa, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> the Real Housewives, Housewives of, of Teresa. Teresa. I love that. It's, uh, yeah, it's not that. It's not like just arguing for the sake of arguing or like building a story. It's defending what you believe, and there are charities at the end of it. Although sometimes they forget that, but I just think it's cool. You know, and that's why people come back over and over. Does that wrap up our news and gossip, well, you sir? Can't, uh, I'm just going to quickly say uh, this thing about Donald, because no news and gossip is complete without the Donald. After all, it is his show. So with the new season of Celebrity Princess in full swing, Donald Trump stopped by the Wendy Williams shows right uh, weekdays on Fox to offer his thoughts on the field of contestants. Trump previewed that comedian uh, Lisa Lampanelli would, would surprise viewers. He said she's going to... She's going to show a side of her that you will not believe, which obviously we talked about today. Um, The other thing that Trump uh, scared is the process of firing Victoria. Uh, She's tough, definitely tough. Firing Victoria, assuming that happens, is going to be very dangerous for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about that. that. I thought was, I was wait, wondering was if Donald. News or past news. Well, this is this or, is. I mean, this is for the week. Yeah, this is for the week. Show, gotcha, commentary. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I was like, wait. Wendy, uh, Wendy has her money on Real Real Housewives of New Jersey. Uh, Teresa, and she went. She says, uh, I think that mm-hmm. Teresa, uh, because she's the sole breadwinner in her family at this point, allegedly, she could be a one to watch. Um, and then uh, Wendy Trump- didn't represent Aubrey. Wendy loves Aubrey with- in interviews. Uh, I've what seen. does that have to do with anything? I don't know. It makes so you. There you go. There's your news and well, gossip for the week card. of February 26th, Oscars Day. Next week, the women. No excuses. Oscars <laughs> are over. Hell week is over. You will do them. <laughs> and it's just like that. See, the men did not delegate. Did I didn't know? It. Were you? Did you know? Did you know, ladies? Like, oh, no, I didn't. Down, right. 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 And the men are better. Predictions. Mm. And now. You're after Buzz TV predictions. Kim lie? Um, for next week. Are you going to tell the truth or are you going to tell a Kim a lie? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was really funny when I said it once. Well, and you the, and you were dissing on the what's the James Lipson joke? He said I it. I am very corny. <laughs> Tenth time. It's just not funny. And I have to do a fake laugh. Somebody will laugh so there. Shows One you love. person. <laughs> <laughs> the men are winning. Um. <laughs> I predict that it gets a little more crazy in the boardroom for the men. I think there's going to be a little more tension with the men. I think the women can work together if they check their egos at the door, let go of some of the cattiness. I think the roles are going to reverse a little bit. Yeah. I predict, or the sides, I mean, for the women men. I predict, or I hope, might be a better word, that someone puts Teresa in a bad spot because I do want to see her lash out. Um, so I'm hoping that she doesn't maybe attack do something her, right, 
this week she was, you know, Miss Perfect with her good acting abilities, but hopefully next week she messes up a little bit, someone calls her out on it, and then it's just like... So you oh, want to see her flipping. become the, the person she is on the show. You yeah. Because like, yeah. that. that's her. Yeah, that's, that's her. why you I watch her. That too. That's why you that's watch her. Well, yeah. It, it makes her, up for her really I'm small forehead. That her, <laughs> I'm just glad that her and Aubrey are so close because it wouldn't be them arguing. It'd probably be Debbie Gibson. That's who I would put the prediction in. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah, I can and, see her. And can we all got a strong personality. Can we all agree that Debbie Gibson is the most annoying on the group? I mean, I'm very shocked by it. She's just like, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Every time she talks, that's all I hear. Yeah, I just see the she's, nose. She's also living in her <laughs> I don't own even delusion. Hear her. Oh, be nice. <laughs> I just see her singing all the time. I think that's all she wants to do again. Um, another prediction I had is because we're hearing in these reports, because this is not the first report we've heard of George Takai, you know, like that it was a rough experience for him. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking w- right now we haven't seen anything bad, but like someone is going to start attacking him and he's going to be very defensive or, or or fight for himself or whatever the case may be. So there might be a big thing. I think they're there. building that. Well, I Maybe think it was Paul, Paul and- Sr. did it and then Clay did it. Right. Episode. Right. And I think because he's such a nice guy, he's easy to kind of pick on. Mm-hmm. So eventually he'll probably, you know, grow grow some and and start standing up for himself. Grow some. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Um, I believe that wraps it up as far as predictions. Celebrity Apprentice, this was episode number two, Getting Medieval. How'd you guys feel about it? It was a good episode? Yeah, it was good. Two hours of our time good. together. Uh, of course, we have other uh, host people that will join us uh, in the coming weeks as well. Mm-hmm. But if you guys want to hit us up and continue the conversation, please go follow Kim Lai's Life. How do they do that? You can follow me on Twitter at, at Kim Lai Yingling and fan for Facebook friend me <laughs> on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Kim Yingling. All right, and Kristen, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pump something that's for a new project I'm working on. Pump it, um, pump it. <laughs> I said pump because it's called. You guys check out tomorrow or Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday. Check out musicpumpunsigned.com. It's a new music launch website, and we feature bands that are uh, unknown. So you can go check that out, and then also follow me on Twitter at. Kristen Carney. All right, and you Elena, guys, Alina, Alina. You guys <laughs> I'm gonna give her a cute, cutesy nickname. That's what you have Let's to do. do I know her last name though, but go ahead. It's a um, at dream. <laughs> I know she doesn't know it herself. How could I know it? It's at dream chic c h i c b l o g blog. It's an amazing blog. Uh, you can follow me at Ronnie Junior Media or go to my website randomlyronniejr.com. Thank you for watching Celebrity Apprentice Getting Medieval episode number two and continue to follow everything going on with AfterBuzz our iTunes. We've got over forty two shows. We're all over YouTube and of course if you women want to become better so the men don't win, start reading this book right here, Maria. Manu- says the everyday girl's guide to life. Thank you, Phil Svitek, who's running off about one hour in three days of sleep. Wow. Working hard, making things happen. That's it, guys. Celebrity Apprentice, After Buzz, we out of here. Peace. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. Love you. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 